We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is episode number 1201 with multi-time Olympic gold medalist Sean White. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome back, my friend. Today's guest is the incredible Sean White. He is a dual sports professional athlete who maintains some of the highest accolades within snowboarding and skateboarding. Despite being born with a heart defect, Sean has earned numerous titles and victories, such as three Winter Olympic gold medals, and is the only athlete to receive two perfect 100 scores during competition. He holds the X Games record for the most gold medals with 15 and the highest overall medal count to date with 23. In this episode, we discuss how to stay energized when you're pursuing things at the highest level, how to think about having a champion's mindset and dealing with self-doubt, Sean's approach to his self-development journey, the biggest mistakes people make when setting big, massive goals, and so much more. I'm so excited about this. Make sure to spread this message to a friend of yours, someone that you think would be inspired by Sean's story and lessons as well. You can just copy and paste the link wherever you're listening to this podcast and post it over on social media. Tag me and Sean white or text a friend or two and i want to share a shout out to our fan of the week this is from elise who said you and your guests have given me something to look forward to every monday wednesday and friday i cannot get enough of this podcast thank you lewis and a big thank you elise for being the fan of the week and if you guys want to get your chance to be shouted out on the podcast leave a review over on apple podcast right now let us know your thoughts of why this inspired you and what you've learned about this and get your chance to be shouted out on the podcast podcast here. Go to Apple Podcasts right now, click the subscribe button and leave a review over there. Okay, in just a moment, the one and only Sean White. Welcome back everyone to the School of Greatness. We've got the legendary Sean White in the house. My man, hey. so good to see Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Been following your career for a long time. We've got a lot of mutual friends and yeah. uh, it's inspiring to see what you're able to do at 35 years of age. Three Olympic golds, is that right now? Yeah. Three Olympic yeah. golds. Four Olympics, three three golds. Three golds. <laughs> You're going back for another one. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm curious, how do you continue to stay so disciplined mm-hmm. at this age with your body, your mindset, your training, mm-hmm. to continue preparing at this level yeah. after so many years <laughs> competing? You know, it's tough. Honestly, you know, as you get older, there's just more things that interest you. You right. know, you're enticed by this, you know, starting a company or, you know, you, you know, just even just normal life things. Right. Like going Relationships. Up, yeah, going to a birthday party, <laughs> you know, like moving home, you know, like just anything like that. Um, and I found that, like, oddly enough for me, like taking the time to do those things actually makes me better at snowboarding. Really? Because I have the, you know, the muscle memory and mm-hmm. I've done it my whole life. So it's it's like, you know, you're, it's like riding a bike, you know it. 
You know, it's just like how enthused are you once you right, get there? Right. So if I'm really motivated when I get to the mountain, then I'm dangerous because I I'm pumped. I want to learn the new tricks, and I have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just when I get there and I maybe don't want to be there, and that's when it's really hard. So I think after the not the last Olympics, but the one before that, after I I, I lost in Sochi in Russia, um, you know, I missed the podium and. I remember standing there, I had the winning run. I mean, I had all the tricks to do it. I just couldn't, I just, in my head, I just knew I wasn't gonna do well. Really? Which is really, you know, a, a horrible feeling. You're like watching a movie, you can't really, Why you're don't like, you think here you we go. Why, huh? why did you not think you could do it well? You know, I, I don't know, it's just something was just off. And I just, I all I can chalk it up to is that my heart just wasn't fully into it. And I didn't mm-hmm. think that that fully mattered at the time. I was like, I can just kinda. Wing it. I could phone it in. I got the tricks. I mean, you know what I mean. And just something in me didn't want it. I couldn't. I couldn't get to that place. Um, and I was in that pressure cooker situation where I was like the last guy to go. It's one run. That's it. I'm closing it out. And I was like, okay, this is <laughs> this isn't gonna go well. So and you said to yourself beforehand, yeah, oh, this may not go well. Yeah. So oh, for sure. I just kind of had a feeling, which is awful. And it's hard to just snap out of that last second. And and so after that Olympics, everything I did at after that was like, okay, well, it wasn't a physical thing that kept me from winning. It was a mental thing. Interesting. And so I'm like, what do I do now? Because it's easy to go, I've got, I wish it was physical. I'd go do some sit-ups. I'd go learn the yeah. new hard trick. I could do whatever. It was mental. It was like, okay, how do I make myself like or fall in love with this thing again? Like, how do you make yourself you know love somebody else even like you know what i'm saying in that in that same wheelhouse it's like it's not an easy thing to do and so i or or or, you know reignite that excitement and so i literally did everything that had nothing to do with snowboarding i was like okay like i gotta patch this relationship with my brother like he worked for me he stopped working for me we were good, but we never really talked. You know what mm. I mean? I was like, oh, like I hate how I'm. It was, portray- fake, it was fake good. Yeah, I was like, was I, I hate how I'm portrayed on Instagram because all of a sudden it went from like a way to be in touch with my friends to like being like puppeteered by a sponsor. Like you're mm. obligated to do these posts and you have to say these words. And this is before you would put ad right, on right. there, so everybody <laughs> yeah. just thought like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Sean's really into the, you know whatever it is. Um, just little like all these little things, and um, as I started peeling them away you know like I just had like less and less you know burden on me and I was just kind of like a happier guy in general. as you started addressing these things yeah, counting, the, yeah. yeah the things that were around life. I was like yeah. oh what's going on with my relationship I'm in what's going on here you know like yeah I would love to take a vacation I would love to you know um you know play music or do it mm. you know other interests and passions and things and um and in turn so like even working out like I went to the gym because I I knew that after I work out I just feel better. Right. You know, I just like I'm like oh, I accomplished something today. I just mm-hmm. I knew that that would make me feel good. So I, you know, started going to the gym regularly. And then obviously you get the benefits of working out regularly. Yeah, yeah. Which You're in shape. It's ridiculous because in 2014 I really started in the gym. I kind of said I did before, but I was, you know, I I was getting by. I was, it right. was, you so you know, didn't work out or lift before then? I did a little, but I, I was on the slopes. I was a just... professional skateboarder as well as snowboarder. So all summer long, like I'm competing and pumping the ramp and like, I, I never had a break. So like all the guys that just like kicked it in Thailand or wherever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I was like in the hunt still, you know, having to be in a pressure situation, competing, exercising, all the things. So. Um, yeah, it wasn't until like 2014 I, I, I really started 
working out. And then a big one was, um, you know, I, I found a new manager. I found a new, you know, uh, publicist to work with. I found amazing physical therapist that mm. was just like super, like I started building my little team of yeah. everybody that was like really, you know, on the same page and, and knew my goal and help, you know, could help me get there and, and not kind of get stuck in their own, you know, because it's, it's a very selfless sort of position to be in to assist somebody else, right. you know, and, and to help them and be part of that team to get to this place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're missing birthdays and they're missing, you know, uh, uh, events and things and sure. their relationships are strange, like all that stuff to, you know, help me get my goal. Um, so, you know, really wonderful people in my corner. Um, um, and then a uh, really awesome coach, this guy named JJ Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he's an uh, ex-professional snowboarder. I saw him at the mountain. We had fun hanging, riding. And I was like, hey, man, you want to, like, team up and do that and it, it just the rapport was there and so like I had this awesome little team around me and then when I found myself at the mountain I was just like excited to be there wow. and the little things that used to bum me out or you know put me in a bad state of mind were just gone where do you think you would have been had you not addressed the maybe things in your life that you weren't fulfilled with yet or kind of finalized or resolved with relationships <laughs> or and without having the team to support you mm. Where do you think you'd be if you didn't do those two things? Well, gosh, I mean, I don't think, I, I, I think I, I probably would have just quit, I'm assuming. Really? Yeah, I mean, if, if, you know, why do something if it's not enjoyable in mm-hmm. the end? And, 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 you know, there's, there's a level of fun and then there's a level of, like, fulfillment. Yes. So it's not yeah. that I'm just, like, there to have a good time. Like, sure, there's moments of, like, oh, this is really fun, we're in... We're in Austria, we're in Switzerland, we're getting, you know, we're eating schnitzel and doing whatever, you know, like, (laughs) sure, it's fun. But then, like, you know, the fulfillment comes when you, like, have a goal and you actually, like, Mm -hmm. you know, make strides to get to that place and and achieve that goal or come close and then, you know, uh, reformulate and come back at it and try it again, you know, and and you finally get to that place. It's fulfilling. And so that's something for me that, like, has always been there in the sport. And that's why competing... And, and, you know, doing the Olympics and all these things, it's always been so fulfilling is that there was that goal, there was yeah. that prize at the end. Absolutely. You know, something to be obtained. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, you know, and I don't even know. I mean, it's hard to say, and there's so much what if, but I, I, I don't know. I could have easily cruised into a third, a, a three-peat, and and maybe retired at that sure, point. Sure. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> you know, but I I got to the Olympics, it didn't go my way, I was upset, I was frustrated, and I was like, wow, okay, well this is probably here to teach me something. Mm. And I remember, it's so funny, I can see it clear as day, but I was at my home, I had a, a home in Malibu, and I was sitting on the bluff, it was like on the water, I was sitting on the bluff, like trying to feel really bad for myself. And you're like, like, I'm in Malibu yeah, on the yeah, ocean. No, so like, like, <laughs> literally, I'm like tearing up, like, oh, you, you blew it, you blew it, you're an idiot. You know, you, 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 you're like, I could have done this, or why didn't I do that? All these what ifs, and you know, your, your brain can just do numbers on you. So I'm sitting there spiraling, and I look out, and this whale just like jumped in the air, and I was like, oh my God. You're right. Is <laughs> like, that a whale? <laughs> like, so majestic, um, and, <laughs> yeah, and perspective it just in a broke yeah. the whole like. I was like, "Wow, well, things aren't so bad." Right, you know, I'm right. here. This is just uh, a beautiful life I've made for myself, and I've won two gold medals already. Yeah. And, and you know, but up to that point, I'd never been to an Olympics and lost. So I was right. kind of like, 
Oh, it's all that? over. Yeah. It's done. Like I just did. I just thought that you know it doesn't matter. The the other medals are you know erased if this mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Interesting. That's how you felt. Yeah, that's kind of how I operated for a while. Like I just like because you 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 have to stay in the hunt for the next mm-hmm. big win. So I'd always like, oh cool, the trophy. Okay, and then like <laughs> no, you know, and and you've got multiple events, and so, and it's literally the first question they ask you. Are you going to the next Olympics? Right at you, literally, right at the end. Really? Literally, you're like, you're trying to catch your breath. They're like, so you go to the next one, and it's it's heavy. So, so yeah. So I remember sitting there thinking, like, okay, like I know how I feel inside, and there were things that didn't go my way, and yeah, I had my plan, you know, which, what does that mean, at this point? Um, and I remember thinking the thought of. Uh, okay, I'm gonna make this the best thing that's ever happened to me. Losing. And that was. You mean you mean the losing? Yeah, part? yeah, losing. I was like, I make this the best thing that's ever happened to me, and that's and that's when I started with that mindset of like, okay, well, if if this was the best thing, then what is the outcome? I'm like, oh well, you know, I wasn't doing the big media spree, so I have time to do this now. Like, mm. I actually, just spent time at my house. I was like, oh, I, I have time to reconnect with family or friends or what? You know, I have time. I went on. I was in a band for like a while and you know the band went on tour because we had time to do that That's like cool. just a bunch of fun things and so um so yeah and then and then that whole sort of like well if i'm going to go again what would be the perfect situation mm-hmm. and then i started filling in the pieces of like the puzzle of like oh well who would my coach be and mm. gosh you know what instead of just calling random people to get massages wherever i'm at or physical therapy like what if we just locked in somebody that traveled with me? And, you knew and what you're going to get every what time. What if that person's yeah. great and they know my body so well? And it's almost embarrassing to say that I hadn't had that for years. Wow. It's, you know, it's not something that's really taught as much. Um, nowadays, it's more spoken about. But like now, you hear LeBron saying he's spending, you know, million yeah, dollars a year oh, on his for body, sure. and, and you don't really think about it. It's, I remember hearing that, like, oh, that's cool, like you know, and, and the sport of snowboarding, like it was pretty lame to have a coach even <laughs> for really? like a long time. Yeah, you know, it's like it wasn't um, cool or something. Yeah, like to have an agent or to have mm. a coach or to you know, care or to want it's to like win. It's yeah. like you sold out it's or like something. It's like high school. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, like, oh, he's, he cares. That's lame. <laughs> you know, so, so it all kind of happened later. And then once I built the team, I was like, how did I even, it's like you getting a pet or something. You're like, how did I, I don't remember my life before this. Like, wow. how did I get this far? Um, so, yeah, having the team was amazing. And then I guess basically I was on my journey to that next Olympics and, I had my plan. I love my plans. <laughs> everything's going to plan. I was crushed. Everything's going great. I'm feeling strong. I'm motivated. I got my team. And I'm in New Zealand. And I'm like, heck it. I'm going to go for this trick that I've been trying. I've been procrastinating, putting it off. Like, let's just get it done. Today's the day. Throw the trick. Clip the top of the pipe. Fly to the bottom. The wall is 22 feet tall. Oh so gosh. I clip the top. Then I bounce. And the sun was, I forget what time it was. It was maybe midday, so the sun was here, meaning that like this wall is in the shade, mm. and this wall's sunny and soft. So it was the icy wall. I clipped the top, fly to the bottom, and I caught the edge of my board in the snow, and it put my face into oh. the snow. And um, you know, next thing you know, I'm like in a helicopter flying to the hospital. I'd like rip my face open and um, 62 stitches, and I had oh. like pulmonary lung contusion. It was just like a really bad crash. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this was this wasn't part of my plan. That was a couple and months before the Olympics. This was literally it? right before. I remember yeah. seeing this. And I was this. just like, okay, like, 
you know, is this a sign that I should stop? Is this, what is this? And I really had to sit with myself and think about it and go, okay, well, this is in my way for some reason. Like, what's to be learned from this? Um, you know, and it just really kind of straightened everything out for me, as, as strange as that sounds. Like, yeah. basically, yeah, I'd been telling myself it'd be great to win the Olympics and, oh, this would be nice and, oh, I could do this afterward. And, you know what I mean? I had all my plans. And... And then I had this horrible crash and I was like, okay, well, how badly do you really, like, right. and even saying you want it, but how badly do you really want it? Because going back out on the snow means in some small percentage, but there is a percentage that I'm willing to let this happen to myself again. Again. And it was horrible. My face is hanging open. I'm oh, trying man. to eat, you know, yogurt or whatever I could. Dude. And I just had three implants in okay. two weeks ago. Yeah. And and a bone graft in one place because I had teeth removed when I was Oof. 18 that I never yeah. got fixed. Yeah. So I've had these kind of gaps. Oh, okay. For 20 years. Okay. My mouth is like kind of collapsing, and so oh, no. I don't I don't know your pain, but I know the yeah. pain of like. Yeah. Getting those implants was like 10 days of eating yogurt every oh, day and yeah. soup. It's miserable. And it's your face, too. So miserable. like me looking in the mirror and <laughs> all I remember is the sweetheart angel of a person, this, this, this woman named Esther, who's my physical therapist, because um, I had to do my interviews. They're like, well, we need a live hit for the Today Show. Oh, and I was man. Like, You're like, so there I was. I was in the air and I dropped in and I hit the top and like because I couldn't, you know, scars, they, they're stiff when oh, they heal. Man. And, and it only hurts when you're in the cold, or I'm a snowboarder, so always <laughs> just freezing at the bottom, and they're like, can we get a hit? Like, oh, man. Tell us how the run was, and I, I can, can barely talk, and um, all I remember is being in the airport, and, you know, scar tissue, need to break it down. Yeah. So I'm oh. sitting there, like, on my phone, in tears, because my physical therapist has got oh, her hand no. in, my, in my mouth, and she's just, like, grinding oh, down man. the scar tissue. And people well, like, what walking is going by on? like, what the, you know, this is before COVID, so you could put your hand sure, in sure. people's mouths, mouths, you know, <laughs> randomly. Dang, but, um, yeah. Did you say 60 stitches? Yeah, like 62. I cut the, my forehead oh my and, gosh, man. and through my lip and nose and I bit through my tongue. Did you have to do any like uh, dental surgery? No, or you... thankfully. Gosh, um, the good. only thing that was like an issue was, you know, they kind of let me out of the hospital. And then that whole night I felt like I was kind of drowning. I was what's going on i thought maybe from the procedure it was the tube they put down something and i went back and they're like let's just take a quick x-ray and my lungs were just full of blood because oh my of gosh. the impact it had bruised them and so they threw me straight back to the urgent care area and uh, i had to sit there with this little bucket and like get clear of the lungs you know? really does that come out a tube that takes it out of they the, it was just or? me breathing in um like a humidifier to kind of like loosen the Oh my blood gosh, man. Yeah, it was just like a whole thing. But um, so to come back from that, I was like, okay, well now I gotta like do the trick that I, that put Crashed me in the hospital. Up. And like my, my coach is like, you got it. And I'm like, I, I know. <laughs> but I was pretty sure I had it the last time. And so anyways, I had to like make this pack with myself. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do the trick until like I'm ready to do it. And the conditions are perfect. Cause I try to right. force it. Yeah, it's not, yeah. And so I waited and then, man, like acts of God happened. It was like, <laughs> it was like, you know, show up to the event and like, you know, the pipe's not built for the first two days because it was a really bad winter. So it was pretty dry. And like, they're like, oh, there's only one day of practice. Like, like literally like all these weird things. Like I show up for this practice session and then the, 
the machine that builds the half pipes broke. Oh, man. Or it flew to Canada, and then the Canada, like, a giant storm blew in, and then I was like, okay, well, we got to go back to Mammoth Mountain. I could fly to Mammoth Mountain. I got there, and um, I got really ill. Like, I just got a flu or something. And so all these weird it's things kept me. close to the Olympics, yeah, yeah. Literally, it's two weeks away at this point. And you still and haven't done the trick. I haven't done I, I did it. I did the trick, like, twice, I think. I, I finally just, like, got it done, but I hadn't done, like, repetition, and right. I hadn't... You know, it's a routine, so you would do a trick into that trick into mm. another trick. You hadn't done that. I hadn't done it. And, and I'm you... flying to the Olympics like, well, I guess we'll just do it when we get Shut to Shut up. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you didn't, do, you didn't practice the full routine Dude, not until the Olympics? Until the second run. Oh, my That's gosh. That's the first time I ever tried that run. So, I, of course, I fell. And now deja vu. I'm sitting oh, where man. I was at the last Olympics. Last guy to go. There's one more run. And I was just like, I want to win this. I don't know. I just, just like I felt it the other way, I was like, I'm going to win this thing for sure. There's no way I'm not going to make this run. And I just remember thinking like. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host save big money on everything for your spring projects at menards we have all of your garden and landscaping essentials master garden premium garden soil contains a slow release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months it produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs Say big on Menard's great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. I, I can picture it because I was like, you know, enjoy it because this is, you're going to win this thing. And wow. I remember the orange of the, the outfits we were wearing, all the, all the um, banners and flags and things were orange. And then they had a big flag at the top um, and the flag was down, meaning no wind. And like this, the, it was kind of overcast that day, and it started to open up a little bit. And I was like, "This is perfect my moment." For you, and like yeah. a song came on, I recognized oh. it's like some Post Malone something. I was like, yes, <laughs> "Let's go!" go. <laughs> and uh, man, nailed it to win it, you know. And um, and so that's why at the end of that Olympics, like I, I don't know if I've ever really broken down that much, but yeah. it was such an emotional journey to get to that. Yeah, win, man. To like from the family stuff to you know Instagram, whatever, all these things that I changed in my life and then to have that bad accident and really question everything only to get there and win it was just such like a overwhelming of, of, of you know joy and and all that so yeah i, I remember watching i remember watching it live one. and just 
Yeah, you had so much emotion. But mm -hmm. hearing the full story now, I could see oh, why. Yeah. yeah, so it was heavy. And, and trust me, getting to that point where I'm like, wow, I'm just gonna do it when I get there, like. That's nuts. I've been plotting for over, you know, four, actually uh, four years at this point for this one moment, and I'm gonna show up unprepared. Like, how did this happen? How did I get to this point? Well, I'm and prepared, so, but 25 years of preparation. For sure, for to, sure. To so, like, I know how to compete. Yeah, yeah. I know these things, but, like, you know, you want to be ironclad. Of when you course. Get there. You're kind so, of winging it. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And so that was very unnerving. And so. And did you know that going into it, like, this is a winning combination? Like, if oh, I can land sure. this perfectly yeah. Yeah. or close to perfect, it's a winner. Pretty much. I mean, the only thing is that the other competitor, his name's uh, Ayumu, the Japanese snowboarder, he, he had a very similar run. And so, um, you know, I was like, okay, like not only do I have to do this run, but just do it bigger and better than he did it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, he's a lot younger than you. Yeah, he's a like, lot younger. More fearless um, maybe. Didn't just <laughs> smash his face a month oh, ago. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, you know, and I was in that pressure spot of like, okay, like it's make or break. Like everyone's watching. Am I going to do it or not? And, um, and, you and knew, all that stuff clicked in and I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. And you knew right when you finished, you knew you won. Not exactly. I knew that was the best chance I had for sure of winning. You, you know? knew you but did your best. It was so it was so intense and like I, it's all connected. So I don't mm -hmm. really remember specific moments. So I'm watching the screen going like, okay, I, I feel like I killed it, but did I touch a hand somewhere? Uh, did I land kind of flat and not notice it? Is it, you know, it's so you're so wound up. Yeah. And then, um, man, so everybody at the top celebrating because the score came in right away. Really? Like I had one. Boom. NBC held the score for like a dramatic pause. <laughs> you didn't like, see it until you're on like camera. It felt like an eternity. I was just like, <gasps> and I'm watching, and they had they had the other athletes here, so I don't want to like go near them because I just I don't know I just didn't want to look in their faces and <laughs> and and you know and, and so then then and then the judges booths right in front of me and I don't want I swear I look up in the booth and some guys doing like a uh, like <laughs> playing limbo with my face you know and. And so I'm like, ugh. And then the crowd and TV cameras here, so I'm just kind of like panning around. And um, finally the score hit, and I was just like, I lost it. It was Dude. so amazing. And then just seeing my family and, you know, um, Jake Burton, the owner of Burton Snowboards, mm. who sadly passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, amazing moment with him. He was Ooh. just like, how the F do you do that? Wow, <laughs> Every <man>. time. <laughs> he's like, because um, you know he's he's congratulated me after every you know big win and wow. even even there when the upset happened you know so amazing to see like familiar faces and all that and um, but but I was so proud of that like all those little steps I took actually paid off they got mm. me to that place where mm. I was sitting in the same position and I'm like I'm gonna win rather than like I'm just not I'm not there. So that was, yeah. I think, what I was the most proud of after that Olympics. Have, have you ever had another moment before a run where you're like, I don't think this is going to go well, but it did go well. Like oh. you said to yourself, like, man, this is a tough one. I don't know. We'll yes. see. It's 50-50. And yeah. then you just nail it still. There was, <laughs> there was one. It was actually the qualifier to get to that Olympics. Oh, wow. We were in Aspen, uh, the Mountain of Snowmass, and like kind of similar situation where I show up, I'm so excited, you get three runs for final. The first run, I was way too excited. Yeah, I like over yeah, yeah. and I like shot out and I was like, oh my God. And my coach is like, what happened? I was like, I don't know, I'm sorry. I just like, I got too, too pumped. And like, 
And as the, you know, it's the mountains. So as the day goes on, these clouds yeah. start rolling in and it's getting colder. So the temp drops, so the snow mm-hmm. hardens, it's going faster and it's like, it's getting scarier. And, um, you know, the second run, perfect. Mm. Nailed it the whole way down. And on the last hit, I like washed out and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? And at this point we're panicking because we're a couple qualifiers a deep. We still need to make the team. Like the commercials are airing that I'm going to the oh, Olympics. And and like, made I yet. haven't made the team. We My have to qualify gosh. every time. The pressure, man. So I'm sitting there going like, okay, like. You got one more run. And so I'm talking to, yeah, I got one more run. I'm the last guy to go. Oh Same gosh, deal. Dude. And I talked to my coach and he's like, you know, I'm like, what do I do? I'm like in the start gate. I'm like, what are we doing for that last hit? The one that I fell on. I'm like, are we going for this big it's the 1260 is called. And I was like, are we going for the 12 or should I dial it back to a nine or should like, what are we doing? And he was just kind of like, you know, I'm talking to him about it. And out of nowhere, he's like, do the 14. Which is? Which is, you know, uh, it's all just degrees of rotation. More rotations? So, more, yeah. And I was so like. So do we do 12 or nine? He said, yeah, no, do, do the 14. And I was like, what God. do you mean? He's like, on the first hit. We were talking the first, about the last hit. On the he's first like, drop, going. He's like, do, do the 14. You've practiced it so much. You're ready. Just do the 14. And I was like, and I remember looking at him being like, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right like, like seconds like, before at, you like, go. And the guy's literally telling me to go at this point. He's like, go. And I was like, so what are we doing? He's like, I don't know. I was like, well, I kind of got to go. <laughs> we're having this argument. And he's just, and the guy's like, come on, like, right already, like, go. And so. <laughs> I remember like giving him the like fine, basically like saying like if it doesn't work, it's, it's your you. fault. It's your fault. Nailed it. I fully nailed it, and I and it gave me the second and win, like, and, I, and then I start hammering the run. Best part is, is we. <laughs> I'm on the last hit, and I was like, we never decided what, what we were gonna thing, do the last hit. So you didn't know what you were gonna do because we only talked about the first hit. And so I was so you like, like three seconds to decide. Yes, <laughs> I'm like. Well, I'm already on the heater. I might as well go for the 12, the harder trick. Oh. Like, let's just do it. And boom. I went from, like, I think I was in, like, like second to last place on the on the roster to, like, winning. I won with that run, but I got a perfect 100 score. Like, Holy I nailed it. Cow. Like, I nailed the run. And that's only been handed out once before, which was actually for me at the X Games event. So this is, you know, but it meant a lot to me because that X Games judging and the actual Olympic judging is a little bit different. So it was like, oh, I felt it felt even more official, maybe. I shouldn't say that. It was just as amazing either way. But um, like went from dead last to like, you know, winning the competition, perfect 100 score, making the Olympic team all in like a couple seconds there. And, and 20 seconds before, ever. you yeah. didn't know what you were going to do. I didn't know the run. Yeah, I didn't know what we were going to do. <laughs> so. But did you go into it when you dropped? Were you mm. like, I'm screwed in your mind? Or were you like, I got this. I'll make. I'll figure it out. I think, I think a part of me was like, you know, who cares? Because... <laughs> You know, it's on him. Mm. You know, and I, I, I'm a firm believer in, in you ever played ping pong? I love And ping like pong. all of a sudden you're up 10 points or something mm-hmm. and you go, oh, I'm up 10 points. I should really focus now. And then and you, you just mess start it blowing up. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you it's your loose. head. Yeah, you so loose. like that bit of not caring probably allowed me to go crush that run because wow. I I was in a state of like, well, well, heck with it. Like I'm going to I'm gonna just go for it. You're loose. And yeah, yeah, and then as I started 
nailing the tricks, that's when things like the, the tunnel vision happened. And I was like, oh, I'm actually killing it. Like, stay, stay focused. Yeah. And I got like a second wind in the middle of my run. And that's when I threw. Because at this point, like, it's dragged on. Like I said, the clouds had moved in. Mm. I'm tired. Mm. I'm exhausted. End of the day. So when he's yeah. like telling me to do the 14, I'm already like, I'm ready for bed. I told him, like, <laughs> let's just wrap it. We'll go over to the next event and try to win that thing. But anyways, so that was like an amazing situation where like I was pretty convinced I wasn't going to do well and somehow pulled it Nailed out. Nailed it. There's been so, there's been a couple of those. There was one. <laughs> there's one where I actually set the record for the highest air out of the half pipe. Um, and the best part of the story is is that the morning of I had I think I was fighting a cold and so like you know if you work out or you do something strenuous like your body's fighting the cold, not repairing the muscles. So I woke up and I could barely walk. I was so tired. And I call my coach, different coach at this point. He comes over and shows up with giant bags of ice. And like we fill the bathtubs, hot water and cold water. And I just start going back and forth. I'm like, okay, I got maybe like three runs, four (laughs) runs in me max. So let's do like a pretty simple warm-up run and then just try to do it in the contest and get it done. And I this drop is your, in. This is your Michael Jordan moment. Yeah. This is your flu dude, game. I drop in. I can't stop. My leg is so tired and so worn that if I, I can't use it to break, like there's not, like it would have folded on me. And so I went so big because I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like shot out the top oh of the pipe. Gosh. Huge air. Um, I forget the height. At that point, I think like 23 feet was probably the biggest air ever and this done. this is a 20-foot... 22-foot pipe. So I'm out about 40, 20, 20-something feet above that. On top that. of that. Yeah. That's, how about you're looking down to the ground 45 feet down? Yeah, yeah. Well, because be, I'm landing higher than the 22, yeah, but, still, but you're, you look, you're up there. Yeah. If you look another... Yeah, For sure. I mean, that's scary, man. Yeah, so the idea is to be in this side of the, yeah, yeah. the pipe, catch the wall. <laughs> and so I'm flying, and I'm thinking like, wow, I'm, I'm, I've never really gone this big. If I could just finish this run, I'm gonna I'm gonna win, and I've somehow pulled it together and nailed it. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. Yeah, I may have like even like bowed out on my last run just because like, I couldn't I, do it. Yeah. yeah, I was too tired. I'm curious about. I mean, you've yeah. rarely lost mm. a competition, right? It's like it's a rare day for you if you lose or get second or whatever. Mm. Have you learned how to? Um, put your self-worth not on winning or losing, mm. but just to put it on who you are as a human being? Mm-hmm. Or have you struggled in the past with, man, I suck today and I'm no good as a person as well? Like how do you yeah. wrap your self-worth around your competition yeah. and separate it from just who you are as a human? No, it's a great question. Cause like, I would say I'm so much cooler with losing now than I ever was before. Yeah. I mean, it, it would just tear me apart. I, and, and it's so weird cause I probably had won 10 competitions straight going into this one and got second by a point and a half or something. Mm. And I was just devastated. Like, how did this happen? And why, like, and you know, that kind of self-worth being derived from those situations is, is difficult. You know, it drives you to be better, but mm-hmm. it's unsustainable. You know, if your happiness is just hanging in the balance of- Winning, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it's a judged event. It's like, you know, it's opinions of who did better. And, and so, yeah, I mean- How do you manage I, that I, now then? I wish I could say I, I had a good grasp on it when I was younger. I mean, something about, <laughs> I guess nowadays it's twofold. I mean, not to pat myself on the back, but I've, I've won a lot of events. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel as much I have to, 
prove yeah. as much of you know of my you know hey like I'm the best or I've been the you know like I don't feel like I have to prove as much so I, I'm content with like even I've been at events where I'm just like I'm not competing today because it's mm -hmm. unsafe or it's this or I'm not feeling it like you you, you know if, if you <laughs> actually look at my track record like I've pulled out of a lot of events really because it's just unsafe at times mm -hmm. I look at it as a marathon are, it's yeah. not a sprint it doesn't matter today's that's cool but yeah, and it'll go by and it'll be there next year and yeah. maybe the conditions will be better and more favorable and and I'll be healthy and ready to do it so I, I like to think of my career as that that long game and mm -hmm. so nowadays it helps knowing that like okay well I'm gonna lose this event I know it's not gonna go well but I know that this is the goal. Mm. So it's not the one event. It's yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. it's not it's not this event. It's that one. So like qualifying for that last Olympics. Like I showed up at the first event knowing I was going to lose, mm. and I was like, "Oh, this would be great. I'm going to show face, see what everyone's doing, and I'll get a clear picture of like, okay, here's where the level's at, and here's where I need to be, or wow. where am I at? And I didn't show my cards. Smart. So I was like, okay, we'll see what happens, and you know, play it, and and, and so. So there's strategy too involved, and you know, and it changes over the time. I mean, I used to just ha I had to win everything, and like, and if you kind of challenged what I was doing, then I would run off and do whatever else. But now um, you're okay with losing an event that's not as yeah, important yeah. as the main event. Like, but did I hit my markers? Did I get my right. points toward mm -hmm. making the team? Did I, you right, know, right. did I save my body? Did I, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so even even like we kind of mentioned in the waiting room it's like after the olympics i take a season off yeah so if you extrapolate that over the years i've you know five almost five olympics now you know so that means four years i've taken off that's four years that i've been able to kind of like let the body rest and my head rest and all these things and so it definitely stretched my career out yes you know and and yeah. i hate to admit i'm the oldest competitor but yeah at this <laughs> point it's, it's really funny because I, I remember dropping in and being the youngest competitor and that's funny they're like, I'm the oldest competitor dropping. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You still feel like the young guy or no? I still feel like, you know, I mean, I don't feel like the young guy, but I feel like like it, it could be my game. You know, it's my it's my competition to win or lose. Yeah. I still feel that way, right. you know, where, I don't know, I think if I was like clinging on to like 11, 10th, 11th, you know, my family would be like, like it's, uh, it's, get out of here. <laughs> it's time. For sure. <laughs> or, you know, it would just, it would naturally something would there'd be a tell at some yeah, point yeah. um but um but yeah so nowadays i just kind of manage it that way and then honestly i did like a bunch of just kind of like i don't know what you call it i guess work on myself mm. or just kind of you know i went to a lot what, of what did that look like was that therapy was that workshops it was, was it all of the above i i was talking to therapists and then i was um you know reading some really you know, eye-opening books, mm. and then which um, which books impacted you? One was called *The New Earth*. It mm -hmm. was an Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's it's worded pretty. You know, it's it's very. I don't know what you'd say. It's spiritual. Exactly. It's yeah. it's intense. But yeah. if you really take the time to read and and remember to like reread pages, I'm like, wait, wait, what are they saying? So that was that was you know an amazing book that really opened my eyes up to a lot of different things and the way my brain works and yeah. the thought process and how I've been kind of like 
assessing the situation and, and you know, the events that happen, they happen. Mm-hmm. It's how I interpret them mm-hmm. is what's like driving me and fueling me. And, and if it's something I interpret to be a bad thing, then I'm going to, you know, act and these emotions will stir from that. And so it really made me understand that. And then another book I read was called Loving What Is with mm. Byron Katie. She's great. We and, had her on the show. She's awesome. Yeah. Man, um, I swear I saw her somewhere. I, I got all fangirl. So. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh She's goodness. amazing, man. So um, She came on here and she pretty much did like live therapy with me. Oh, I was wow. like, this is incredible. Yeah. So you read those two books. Those were really impactful. Yeah, those were really heavy. There's a couple others, but yeah. those were the main ones. Um, and then I, I honestly, I... I got a phone call from Tony Robbins to come down to his house uh-huh. um, and do like a speaking engagement. He does the, like uh, paid speaking the, the platinum thing. partner things. The, totally. Uh, yeah. It was like, you know, just, and I do those sometimes, which yep. was cool. And he called me up and I, I go down there and. In Florida, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was at his home. I've been down there. And yeah. the panel was myself, Michael Phelps, and, and Tom, Tom McGregor. Tom Brady. Oh, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that was the next year's yeah. one. I was like, oh, this is cool. I went first, and then, I, and then I'm listening to Michael speak, and I was like, wow. It really blew me away to hear, like, a fellow athlete talk about the struggles of, like, how you feel after an event. And, like, yeah. even if you win, it doesn't mean that, like, all these other things are great in your life. You know, it doesn't mean that the dog's going to, like, listen to you. Right, right, right. It doesn't mean that, like, you know, these people yeah. are going to care for you more. Your business isn't in a better situation place. Like, all these... Things that like, yeah, winning is amazing, but it doesn't fix everything. And and um, and a lot of that stuff gets pushed to the side in order to mm-hmm. win. And so it was really eye-opening to hear him speak. And then afterward, Tony was like, look, you know, we do this little, you know, he calls it a prayer. It's nothing religious at all, uh-huh. but it was kind of this like meditation, quick meditation thing. He's like, Michael's going to, we're all going to do it. I was like, okay. And it's basically the concept of like stacking, you know, you go through the day and you kind of like, Oh, uh, whatever. The the sofa I ordered is back ordered now. Mm-hmm. It's, I thought it was going to be here this week. It's not. It's going to be next month. They're like, yes. so let's stack that. And then like, oh, I got the phone call from so and so that the the event got canceled because of COVID. You know, oh great. And then you start stacking these things. And so, it's just a simple process. Uh, his prayer is, is is a, which I understand later, but it was the idea of like, you know, hey, let's go. And just take a minute to stack all these really great things that happen. Because you don't really take not, the time to do that. Not to focus on all the negative things. Totally. Or like yeah. just take a moment to be like, oh man, like, hey, when did something like really just work out? Like you said, that run uh-huh. in Aspen. Like yeah. it just worked out. You know, I was thinking, oh, it's probably not going to be my day. And boom, <laughs> it hit. It just worked out. And like, hey, let's like, what an amazing win where something just kind of went my way. And like. Let's take something that I really worked hard for and that actually happened. And like, oh, what by chance, you know, like a person you met that became a lifelong friend. Or, you know, just these things. Mm-hmm. You, I remember leaving feeling like. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. 
Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Like, I was so pumped up and I just really, you know, at the time needed something like that. Mm. Um, anyway, so I, I leave and, you know, that feeling kind of fades a little, yeah. obviously. And um, a couple months go by and randomly he called me. Tony. Uh, yeah. He's mm. like, we're doing an event. And I, I was driving and I, I, you know, when you click your, <laughs> your yeah. phone, it comes through the car speakers. Yeah. It's and that loud. huge voice yeah. of his was like, we're doing an event. Come out. Cause that's it. <laughs> It's an invitation, not an expectation. Yeah, Just yeah. whatever you want, you know, send a family member, whatever. And so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, let's do it. And so I, I remember just like, I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go solo. I, my first instinct was to send family members that uh -huh. I cared about. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, maybe I'll send my dad or my mom or my sister, somebody close to me that like would benefit from this. And then, and I remember hearing them on the phone. They're like, it's kind of like the plane's crashing. Do you take the mask and put it on someone else? No, you got to save yourself mm. so you can save the others or whatever. And, 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 you know, and then I was like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to go alone. I went solo. Wow. And just kind of like. Was this UPW or David Destiny? This is UPW. Or? It's and powerful, so, man. So you were walking on fire and stuff. Yeah, it was the whole thing. Yeah, it's, um, cool. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so it's you amazing. went. I've been there. Yeah, okay, yeah, so. It. So it it's just, amazing. it was just awesome. Yeah. And it really got me thinking differently. And I, and I remember thinking like, wow, well, if I felt pretty great after, it was just like my thought process of why I should work out. I was like, well, I feel better after. Well, why not? We'll go mm. to something like this. And so I did the event. It was crazy eye-opening, really amazing. And then after that, I went to a financial seminar he had up in Canada yeah, yeah. as like a thank you. Mm -hmm. um, he was like, hey, why don't I come like snowboard with your guests? And wow, then, that's cool. And I'll take the course. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So did that. And then... Um, you know, had some other interactions with him and then ended up doing the Date with Destiny in Florida. So after, I, haven't done, I haven't done after, that one yet. After, you know, multiple hits of this, you know, you really, it starts to sink in. And that was really awesome because it's it's something about, like, it's nice if somebody, you know, they can tell you, hey, feel better about this or do that, you know. But it's such a different thing when you come up with the idea yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, you're like that aha moment of like, oh, wow, I've been doing this and now I realize this is a better way. And not only that, but like here are the tools to help mm. you. So like with these books, like the first book, The New Earth, like got me thinking differently. But The Loving What Is kind of took that same kind of thought process and and made it like, Appliable to my life, mm. so I could go through my life and I like anytime something arises now it triggers and I go oh, let me. They do this thing where they uh, Katie does a. I'm sure you you spoke with her. Yeah. But you kind of break it down and mm -hmm. you kind of question. Mm -hmm. You have these like four, four questions, questions yeah. and you're just like okay, like how do I really feel about this? <laughs> you start going through the questions and at the end it just takes all the the life out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes all the that meaning and that sort of you know, emotion that's drawn from mm. the meaning that you're giving this thing, you're giving it all this life and it's not, it's, it's nothing. Do you remember nothing, the four questions? Yeah. I can't remember them fully. They're like, is it true? Yeah. And then the How second do you know one, it's true or something? the second one is, is it really is it true? true? <laughs> is it really true? <laughs> so the first one's, is it true? Yeah. Right? The second one is, is it, is it really true? And then pretty much every time the, the answer is no. And then it's like, how do you feel or how do you react when you hear that or believe that lie? Yeah. 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 And then the fourth part is to, it, you turn it around, which is a little confusing to me, but it's still, it's like 
you kind of start saying it differently. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. perceiving it differently. Yeah, just by saying it differently, though, it's like, oh, this person did this. Right. Well, I did this, you know. Right. Or my thinking of this was wrong. Or this. Mm-hmm. And just you kind of saying it goes, oh, yeah, okay. But it's a really powerful thing because it really stops you in your tracks. And and now when something arises where it's not that I walk on sunshine every day, but <laughs> when problems do arise and, like, you know, I'm, I'm like, getting flack from the guy on Airbnb, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whoever, I'm, like, I'm about to write this crazy text. And I'm like, whoa, is this true? Is yeah. he really upset? You know, and you kind of, like, when something really upsets you, it's, it's you, the, those are the signs. That's, yeah. Like, something's off. What do you think? Which is really cool. What do you think? Uh, what's your biggest trigger in your life, or what has been your biggest trigger in the past that you've had to learn how to process better? Well, that's that's the whole part of it. Is that the triggers are something basically that you're you're seeing it through a lens of your past. Right. Right. So it's not that you came in and said you didn't like my shirt. At some point, someone else said I didn't have good style, and now I'm hearing you say you don't like yeah. my shirt. Now I'm freaking out, <laughs> you know, because I'm adding all this other stuff that you uh, don't know about, but you were just not into the color, whatever, right, right. or were giving me a, you know, a hard time. You know what was amazing is that everything really boils down to these like, I'm butchering this, but there's <laughs> Tony's not listening, but they boil down to these simple things of like I'm not enough. Mm. Or, or, you know, yeah, that, that I'm not enough or this isn't good enough or, you know, I won't be loved, yeah. you know. And as simple as it is, it's like, okay, well, you know, like, like losing yeah. a contest, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, why? What's, it, what's the meaning behind it? Like, oh, well, I wanted to win to show that I'm great. Well, why did you want to show you that you're great? Well, I, I, I was told kind of I wasn't going to amount to much in a sport that was not in the Olympics, that X Games had just started. Like, there's no future in the sport. So for years and years, the teachers and friends and people are like, well, you're, you're going to amount yeah. to nothing. Yeah. You're a joke. Like, your sport's a joke. And, um, and we'll see you in the future when you're asking for change, you know. And so that's kind of embedded in me. So there was this fight to prove that I was, you know, important or special or whatever. Mm. And so it all boils down to like that, like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough or I fear that I'm not enough. And so once you kind of realize you're, you're, you're pulling from this place, you know, you go, well, OK, take all this aside. Like, man, like, what are the basics? Like, yeah. am I there for my friends when they need me? Like, for sure. Am, am I, you know, like, like, what are my strengths outside of all of this other stuff? And you kind of really get to know yourself a lot more. Right. And that was really amazing for me and so eye-opening because I was just like, ever since I can remember, I've been competing and doing this and that and win after win. You know, how do we go bigger and more? And, and um, you know, I never really took the time to just go, oh, wow, like, hey, I, I, I tend to, like, do well at a dinner. Like, I can <laughs> I make people laugh. I'm good. Right, right, right. You send me in, I'm good. You're good. You know, like, that's a great quality to have, to be yeah. able to, like, be social and, to you know, right. to... to um, you know, strike a chord with people and, and, and easily start conversation, make people laugh. And like, that's a, qual- that's a great quality to have. And, yeah. and, and the simplest fact of like, oh, like, okay, if I knew someone like that, I would like just to have them around just for mm-hmm. that basic fact that they're enjoyable to be with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the simplest things. And, and then once you have that kind of foundation of understanding of like, gosh, well, I'm getting that sort of I am enough and I will be loved and all mm. these things from all this, then everything else is just like, oh, well, and if I win the event, great, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, that was it. 
you know yeah. so but it but that's what's so weird is I was worried that it wouldn't like keep me motivated but I'm mm. still driven and this was all in the last couple yeah. of years you started doing this work this right? was yeah this was like, like 2018 pretty yeah. much yeah so in the last three years as you started to do kind of more of the the emotional inner yeah. mental work yeah what would you say to your, you know, 13-year-old self getting into the journey of this yeah. this career for the last 20 years or whatever, 20 plus years? What would you say to him, knowing what you know now, about mm. what the real champion's mindset is? Yeah. No, it's tough. I mean, I've thought about that, but there were so many situations where I, maybe I needed that drive. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm a firm believer in, like, you kind of... I don't know. I've just been like leveling up consistently through yeah. my career. So maybe I, I, you know, didn't need that lesson at that time. Um, I definitely would have told myself to really like stop and enjoy the like mm. the little things yeah. just because, you know, you don't realize that things just keep going on. You know, I remember signing this deal when I was really young and it's like this 10 year contract. I was like, I'll be playing golf by then. I'll be like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was like, I'll be 30. Can you imagine? Yeah. And 30 came around, I was like, wow, I still feel so driven and wow. youthful. And I got all this stuff in front of me. And um, so, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would say exactly. But yeah. I definitely to enjoy the, the little, little things, things. Yeah. and just go back and take the moment to like, like, man, we had this big win. Let's go celebrate that with this. Yeah. Like, let's no. just take an extra minute to do that. Not already move on to the next Yeah, thing. oh, yeah. for sure. Because, yeah. you know, it was just like. I had my, my, and, and it, I don't think it would have gotten in the way. It would have mm -hmm. just been like really enjoying or like a big deal I signed or something like. Yeah, celebrating it. Yeah, those things. But now that you've done, I guess, the, the deeper inner work that you're talking about, mm -hmm. do you have a, um, you know, a routine or a mindset or a mantra that you have going into events now that like you think about beforehand or before you're going up to the uh, dropping in or, or is it just... You keep doing the same you've been doing. No, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. That's what's so great about it is it's like it's just given new meaning to the same way mm. that I feel already. What's that like, meaning? I, just that that it's it's all a bonus. It's all uh. like you know what I mean. It's it's all icing on top of the the cake. I mean, look at this long career I've had to this point. It's all you know, and and like why not? Like I still feel great. I still mm. am motivated. I still am these things, and like let's embrace that, but not put the extra you know, emphasis on like, well, if it all doesn't work out, then nothing's good. <laughs> you know that I'm, I'm worthless so or I'm, not enough. Then, or... Yeah, or just that like nothing's great, you know, yeah. and then you're at your beach house. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> crying, <laughs> watching these whales. Yeah. the whales. <laughs> you know, but um, but that's, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I fear I'm coming off preachy or something like that. It's something that worked for me and really helped me, but, you know, to each his own and, you know, there is a time to push and to push through yeah. the, the frustrating parts. And then there's a time to kind of go, oh, wow, like, is this is this just a time for a course adjustment rather mm -hmm. than, you know. So I think, yeah, as, as I've gotten older, and maybe, maybe it's just with age. Like, I don't know if I would have listened at that point. Right, like, right. You were so I focused. Like, I got a Lamborghini. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. What feedback would you give to someone out there, whether they're an athlete or they're just going after life in a big way, they have big goals, big yeah. dreams, whether maybe it's business or yeah. career or something. What feedback would you give them mm -hmm. on the path of wanting to accomplish massive big goals, being at the top of their field mm -hmm. without hurting themselves along the way? Well, again, I think, you know, 
definitely don't this this thought of like the delayed happiness is where mm. you get in trouble. Mm. If this happens, then I'll be happy. Yeah. If I can only get the raise, then I'll be happy. If I could just win one more Olympics, then I'd be happy. <laughs> you know, one like, more. You know, if I could just. So you got to kind of, which is hard because you know you picture this place in your mind and you want to get there. And I'm mm. very like I visualize everything, yeah. and so like I can picture it. I can see the. You know the red carpet rolling. I, I, really? I can picture. No, I'm kidding. But you know what I mean. Like you in, in your mind, winning. yeah, you they're throwing winning. flowers yeah. at me at the. You know, like <laughs> you know, you can picture what it would be like, and like, gosh, if I just had this amount of money, I could, I would, I wouldn't worry about money anymore. Mm. You know, like there's all these things, and there's a way to enjoy it along the path. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, and that's something that took me a while to learn. And I think I would have had a much more enjoyable process getting to where I am in my life and career um, and still had that motivation if I would have been able to yeah. kind of, you know, um, like Tony says at his event, he says, what was it? Uh, you know, success without fulfillment is the greatest failure. Yeah. It's true. And it's so funny because you, you meet people and you'll have very famous people at that event and they stand up and they're like, oh, I won my Oscar. And I was like, well, I better win another one. And then right. I made this much money and I was like, well, I better double it. And then and I just kind of sat there with my doubled money and my, my thing and went, well, what's next? You know, and it, it's, you have to find the enjoyment. Otherwise, it, you get to that place where you get the, you know, you finally get that goal. And it's not every, you, in many ways, it is what you'd hoped, but yeah. it's, it's not exactly what you pictured. And yeah. so, um, and that's hard, you, you know, to get to that point. And it's, it's frustrating because you, you put so much emphasis on this moment being mm. this way. Um, and if it doesn't work out exactly and picture exactly how it's going to go, you know, you're left kind of hanging. Right. So um, it's getting rid of that. And then I'm just a huge believer in kind of like the little steps yes. as well. It's like, what little thing can I do that my competitors are probably not doing mm. that might help me? Like, like what? I don't know. Just I remember I remember winning the event and I just it just dawned on me that all my competitors would probably... This is when I kind of went to the gym. <laughs> it dawned on me that all my competitors were probably going to go celebrate. Like drink alcohol. From second, or this, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go party all night for yeah. sure. And I was like, what if I just hit the gym? Right. Just why not? Just something that would, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, why don't I just like push when they're going to not push? And, you know, just little things that I might be able to do mm -hmm. to get to that place. And so I, I always, and, and goal setting was yeah. huge. And I, I hesitate to talk about it just because it's, I feel like it's talked about so much, but I don't really believe that people do it in the right way. You know, like, yeah, it, it's great to have a huge goal, but is that like really what you want? Mm. You no, know? because it's like, there's so many times, like I said, I really wanted to win the Olympics. In, in Korea, and then I was sitting in a hospital with my face ripped open, and I was like, okay, do you really want, like, how bad do you really want this? And and it, thankfully, I really, really wanted it, and that was the goal, and I was like, you know, and, and that helped me get there, oddly enough, but it's like, it's like really finding like what that is, and knowing it mm. wholeheartedly, like this is it. And then you start that little, pro that process of getting there, if it's like, you know, are we selling t-shirts? Well, one extra shirt sold is this. Or like, maybe if I yeah. drive the car instead of shipping it, right. we're going to move the needle. Like any little thing I could do to like move the needle in the right direction. Um, and so like having that big goal and then having like a bunch of fun little goals on mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. And something that would be obtained by getting to the big goal. So, sure, sure. Um, 
So <laughs> it sounds like, you know, the, the universe is going to ask you, do you really want this with the obstacles it puts in your way? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and people will question it right. and you'll question it. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. the, and, and then the people within your inner circle, because you don't kind of listen to everybody else. Right, right, right. <laughs> Those people will question it. And you got to really, you know, know what you want. You got to listen to hard, yourself. Yeah. Which is really hard. Yeah. Um, but once you find it and know it wholeheartedly, then, okay, boom, that, that was a huge hurdle to clear. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, how can we get there? And I've always, I, I heard something a long time ago where, you know, instead of saying, oh, we can't do that, that really shuts the doors. Like, how could we, how could we do it? Mm-hmm. And that's, that was me sitting after the Olympics in, in Russia when I lost. And I was like, okay, well, if I was going to win again, how would I do it? There and then go. I started like, well, I'd have to have a coach that, you know, did this for me. And I'd have to have the PT, you know, and I started to build this scenario. And I was like, wow, that actually... Seems work. doable, yeah. you know, and then I had like fun little goals along the way. So like at the one Olympics, <laughs> my goal was to um, I wanted to be on the cover of Rolling Stone, um, which which had happened after the one Olympics, the first one I went to. I was nineteen, uh-huh. and my goal was like, well, if I win again, Maybe they might me call me, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be ready this time, yes. you know, and. Uh, <laughs> Because I remember taking the photo. I'd just flown in from wherever. I was like, they're like, take your shirt off. I was like, I never take. I'm so white. <laughs> and I remember the photos coming out. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And anyway, so I was like, if it happens again. I'm going to be shredded. I'm going to be, be in Yeah, shape. this will happen. And I'll do this and this. And and I remember watching, like, I got really into Guns N' Roses. And Axel did a show where he's in these tiny American flag shorts. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I can't run that. <laughs> but what if I had pants? And yeah. so, like, I had these pants made. And it became all about, like, trying to get on the R- Rolling Stone cover and to wear these pants rather than, like, winning the Olympics. Mm. And so it kind of changed the goal to something fun and funny rather than this daunting task of winning the olympics but i obviously winning the olympics would mean i got to wear the pants and whatever (laughs) so it literally all happened i won the olympics rolling stone called i had the pants we shot we shot the photo and then um and this actually all started because i was at the hard rock casino probably on my birthday or something Uh, we did my 21st there and um I remember seeing all the jackets. I love music and guitar and rock uh-huh. and roll. And, and I was like, God, how do I get something of mine into the hard rock? Because it's all rock and roll memorabilia. Sure, really. sure. And I was like, well, if I was on the cover. That'd be cool. That, so like those pants and the board, all the stuff from the cover got displayed at the hard nice. rock. So it was That's like cool. a, full, a full circle. So That's even great. now I'm like planning my little. What's so I'll next? Tell you, yeah. I'll tell you. Well, obviously, to obviously to, to win. To win the next Olympics would be wonderful on many levels. Um, 2022. But the 2022. And <laughs> my fun goal, <laughs> this is a good one. Let's see how excited for this. My fun goal is that I'm hoping that after five Olympics that I'm, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so well known as a snowboarder that <laughs> is so famous and, and, and well known that they're forced to change the emojicon. Uh, snowboarder to look like me. Ooh, is my, that'd be <laughs> is sweet. My that'd be great. I was like, I could maybe make that happen. I know they have like a David Bowie one. I was like, really? God, all they'd have to do is put some like long red hair on that guy. That'd be cool. And Flowing out the back of a helmet yeah. or something. Yeah, just like. Because I keep picturing 
like, hey, it's me, and then throwing the emoji to That's people. Cool. And stuff. Hey, new number. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snowboarder like this in the so, air. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's that's those are my big goals. I like that. The yeah. emoji. Yeah. Sean White emoji. I like it. Emoji. <laughs> that's the future, man. Yeah, yeah. So not the legacy of being goals. a five-time Olympian. <laughs> no. The legacy of yeah. having an emoji. Being on everyone in the world's yes. phone. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's great, man. So you know, but um, but that's what's fun is it's you know. Every time is different. It yeah. changes. I mean, look at this curveball we were throwing. Mm-hmm. COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't go train in Canada. We can't go to you know Australia or New Zealand right now. Like, it's very strained. Limited practice time. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to make make it work. And you know, like we're all in the same boat together. So it's not like it's unfair or anything. But yeah. we're all, you know, it's just a new challenge. It presents itself in a new way. And there's new goals and new hopes. And um, yeah, it's exciting. So it's man. been. Good. <laughs> Amazing journey, man. Um, yeah. Couple final questions for you, and then yeah. I respect your time here. But this is a very inspiring. Uh, before I ask the final questions, I want people to check you out. I love your stuff on Instagram, man. Sean White oh, on Instagram, you. Facebook, Twitter, your website, seanwhite.com. Mm-hmm. The recent post that you skateboarding, I think it was Switzerland or something. I was like, this yeah. is a dream world, man. Yeah. So you've got really cool stuff over there. <laughs> um, you also have a new line coming out. Dude, you can yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I won't give away the, the name and all of it, but um, yeah, I've always dreamt of having my own, you know, uh, snowboard brand. And so, you know, just just like I set my goals and things. I remember after the last Olympics being like, gosh, if I come back here, I'm going to be on my own equipment. How, how cool would that be, you know, to, to, to try to make that Because you've always been sponsored by yeah, someone else. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's been amazing, and yeah. I wouldn't change that for the world. But, you know, as time goes on, I'm like, I had a hand in product development, obviously, and, and design and had my own lines and places. I was like, gosh, it's time. Let's do it. Yeah. And so, um, but it's really exciting because I used to work with my brother um, and we, we made all sorts of products and things and we stopped working together for some time. Um, and now we're, we're working together again. That's cool. And it feels amazing. That's and good, he's, he's fired up and I'm super excited and just testing the products. It just feels like old times. Yeah, that's cool, day. man. Yeah, so that'll be dropping... Uh, the, the soft goods of it all will be, uh, unfortunately, next season because of the timelines. But um, um, the hard goods will be dropping this next next uh, winter. Before yeah, the Olympics? Next year, yeah, right or, before. Wow. Right before, yeah. So, so we can we can follow you on, on your socials, seanwhite.com. Do you have a, a newsletter there, too, or somewhere to opt in? If we don't, I'm going to go get Add it there, <laughs> yes, yeah. But in the meantime, if they just follow you on any of these accounts, yeah, they'll, be, they'll be up to date on all that stuff. Right on. Uh, so make sure to follow Sean and, and uh, support him. I'll be getting some stuff. I haven't snowboarded in like three years, so I gotta, oh, gotta I'll get up. some gear, and then yeah. I'll start I'll start getting back on it. Yeah, for sure. You might need a big board, though. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big board. Yeah, I'm a big dude. I remember yeah. I kind of like, kind of an accident, like maybe seven years ago, I was in six years, seven years ago, I went to Whistler for the first yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just a bigger mountain. It's a big mountain. It's like, yeah. dude, I, yeah. I went down just like a normal whatever, but it was just like so yeah. much wind and so, st- and I was just like, I have to stop three times just to get dude, to the bottom because my legs are like so long, burning. Yeah. So long. It's a big place. And I hit like my edge on one and like flip back and hit the back of my head. And I didn't have a helmet on. Oh, I remember no. thinking like, I need to have a helmet the rest of my time doing yeah, this. Because I was yeah. on the ground like for five, 10 minutes. Like that was. Ugh. Man, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it comes quick when it snags. Boom. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Having fun in it. Boop. Nope. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't have to happen to me nearly as often, but on occasion, like I'll just. It's when you're not paying attention. That's what happened. Like, I'll to do me. the crazy trick and then fall like in the lift. And line. that's what happened to me. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, this is a question I ask everyone at the end. It's called the three truths. 
So I'd like you to imagine a hypothetical scenario. It's your last day on Earth, many, oh, many, wow. year, many years away. You get to live as long you want, as you want to live. Mm -hmm. And you accomplish all your dreams. Okay. Five, five more Olympics, you know, your own line, yeah. relationships, life, all these things happen. Emoji. 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 Yeah, that's the most important <laughs> I'm thing. The emoji, the emoji is like on the cover of the Rolling this. Stones. Yeah, yeah. That's the cover. Mm -hmm. um, but for whatever reason, in this hypothetical scenario, you've yeah. got to take all of your content with you. So all the mm -hmm. interviews you've done, oh, wow. the, the spoken word, videos, written word, it's all going to go with you somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Again, this is many years away. Mm -hmm. um, and all you get to leave behind is three lessons to the world that you've learned from your life. And this is all we would have to remember you by are these mm. three truths, I call it. Okay. What would you say would be the three truths you would leave behind? I don't know. I think my gut goes to, I mean, Im immediately goes to the like, enjoy the, the little things. Yeah. Enjoy the moments because they're fleeting and mm -hmm. you think they're going to last forever, but they don't. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so many countless hours wasted going over what could have happened in the past that I can't change and what I should do in the future and just completely missing the amazing situation I'm yeah. in currently. So enjoying the moment. Okay. Um, I think I think being true to who you are, mm -hmm. honestly, because there's so much time spent, at least in my life, was it, thus far, <laughs> has been, you know, there's so many, there's the person I am and then there's the person that I think I should be sometimes. Mm. And it's so much just better to be who you are yes. and not try to put on the show or nice. like, who are you who are you pleasing or you know who 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 are you trying to impress and yeah. if you need to impress somebody then it's somebody not worth you mm. even having your time with so um, yes. you know what I mean I, I remember reading a I think it was uh, what would Keith Richards do <laughs> and it literally like one of the first or second things it was like he was like know yourself. He's mm. like, I could party all night, I could do this and I could do that. And I got up and I was fine. And I did it because I could do it. And I know a lot of guys that tried to do it because they thought that's what they're supposed to do, but they couldn't, you know mm. what I mean? And he's, and he's, like, he's like, I'm not advocating for this for anyone, but for me, it worked. This was yeah. my life. You know, it's like watching The Last Dance with, yeah. with, with Rodman. They're like, he's just that guy. Yeah, we got to yeah. send him out. <laughs> he gets a little crazy, comes back, but he's our, he's our crazy, you know? Yeah. And so... Know, know who you are and, and be true to that and don't, mm -hmm. don't be swayed. I mean, those are the things that kind of hold for me. Um, yeah. And the third? You know, through thick and thin, through it all, like, you know, when I've had crazy wins or I've had, you know, a breakup or something, you know what I mean? Like, my, my family's always been there. And, like, I can only hope that I'm that for, you know, my family or my, yeah. you know, in the future. It's such a... I mean, I didn't drive myself to the mountains. Right. My parents got up every morning and drove me like, God, that's so awesome. You know what I mean? And what an amazing thing to have in common with your family when, you, when you're when you growing up, you know, because so many families grow apart. That was something mm. we had together. But like just the selflessness they had for me and my siblings, you know, growing up, it, it didn't matter if it was me and snowboarding and my sister wanted to play soccer. We're out selling candy bars, trying to yeah, get yeah, on yeah. The, the, the team and like get the new uniform. Like it, it didn't matter whether it was what I wanted or, you know, we, we kind of gave 100% for each member of the family and, um, and snowboarding just happened to be the thing to take off. But, you know, nothing can really replace that. And I think at times I remember thinking like I loved obviously the family unit I had and it got strained a bit as obviously like the growing pains of like becoming more successful and having yeah. to travel and having yeah. to, you know, the obligations and the media and the things. And it's like, 
and you go, oh, well, this is my life and this is my world, and, and you kind of get sucked up into it. And I, I remember at some point thinking that the, the family wasn't as important, but mm. it truly is because when all that goes <laughs> yeah. or whatever happened, you know, like they're, they're there for they're you. There. And, and, and what we talked about earlier in the basic, simplest of ways that, like, they like you. <laughs> right, right. For who you are. Yeah, yeah. they don't need, you know, like, oh, cool, you won the, uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but we so are we going to go yeah. see Spider-Man? Or <laughs> we gonna, you know, like, whatever. They, they care um, on that, that deeper level. And, um, you know, at least I, I can only speak for, for my family. has been that amazing. That's cool, man. Uh, support group for me. So, yeah. That's great, man. I love these truths. I hope I, I won that. <laughs> those are good, man. <laughs> those well. are good. Those are good. I've got my final question uh, before I ask you. I just want to acknowledge you, Sean, for the way you've shown up for the last couple decades mm. of inspiring so many of us. You know, oh, you, you, you constantly show up and dedicated to your mastery of your craft. Mm -hmm. And you go big. Mm -hmm. You know, you go big, you're relentless. <laughs> Even when you crash, getting back up, mm -hmm. like to, you're just a symbol of inspiration to so many people. Thank you. And I love your commitment <laughs> to your craft and you have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And I also really acknowledge you for the last couple of years, like doing the, the inner work. I think yeah. it's really hard to look within ourselves mm -hmm. and see, hey, something's off. Mm -hmm. And to do that work, it's been a journey I've been on for a while as well. And to be talking about it as a, you know, a, a global mm -hmm. athlete icon like mm -hmm. you and Phelps to be really talking about these things is really helping a yeah. lot of men, especially, who are mm -hmm. maybe struggling in their inner world. So I really acknowledge oh, you for, for opening up. And everybody's it. got their thing. And that's why yeah. I, I didn't realize, you know, you look at Instagram and people and you go, oh, they got that guy's got it together. Right. And like, no, he nah. doesn't. <laughs> He's got a crazy uncle. He's got yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody's got something. And for sure, to man. know you're not alone in that. But I, I yeah. appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you. It's inspiring. It's been a... It's been a a learning journey, <laughs> for sure, and for it's sure. still going. And that's—I think that's the exciting part. Is I feel like I still have so much more mm -hmm. ahead of me, you know, mm -hmm. beyond competing, beyond everything. And right, right. I'm just like, yeah, I'm so excited for what's next. That's great, man. Yeah. Final question: What's your definition of greatness? Ooh, I thought I was done with the, <laughs> with the three. The I was questions. like, I killed it. No way. <laughs> um, definition of greatness. Gosh, I mean, if you spoke to me like a couple of years ago, I had a a different answer, but I think now is, is I, I mean, something I've always carried with me was was being just, I don't know, being different, I guess. Mm. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you, when you looked at athletes throughout history and, you know, it was like, oh, Mike Tyson would show up. And he wouldn't just win. He would win in a certain fashion. Yeah. He would win in a certain way. And he would deliver when he had to. And he wore the black trunks and he yeah. showed up or like, you know, Muhammad Ali had the, the the mouth and the word. You know, he had he had so much charisma and all these things, and you know, something that defined who they were. And it's kind of like I don't know. I've always thought I, I I look at everything, a lot of things, in, in form of music. Mm -hmm. So like, the greatest accomplishment usually for a musician is yeah, obviously to win an award or Grammy or something like that. But it's to find your sound. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your sound? Yes. And in for me, like, I just kind of, like, I feel like I naturally fell into it. Like, I looked different. From, I, had long, I had red hair, so I kind of, like, leaned into it. I got huge red hair. And then, I, you know, and I would show up in a certain manner and certain things. So, I don't know. I feel like, you know, greatness can be taken in so many ways. But I, I really feel like it's just, it's like seeing the same instrument but playing it your way. Mm. Like, you know, taking a sport mm. and doing it just different. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's the same thing, but he just did it a little different than everyone mm -hmm. else, and 
I think that's what I strive toward even yeah. till this day. It's not so much about like, what trick am I going to do? It's like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to listen to? How is the run going to go down? What would I say? Where's the, you know, there's so much that wraps around it other than just like showing up, doing the tricks and yeah. trying to win. Yeah. So I really try to like match all of that. But um, finding, but yeah. finding your sound. Yeah, finding yeah. my sound. So I, I think that's that's greatness in, in any way, whether it's it's sports or it's music or you you just finding your own path. I think yeah. it's, it comes in many forms. It doesn't have to be in the form of a, a gold <laughs> statue or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a, a, a trophy of any sort. So, right, right. Yeah. Love it, man. Sean, right thanks, on. man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate man. it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts as well. I really love hearing feedback from you guys. So share a review over on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one's told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you are matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.